Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning for practice of being aware of awareness. As usual, you'll hear three bells, one just a moment, one midway through, and one 60 minutes from now. Perhaps we just bring some deeper, longer breaths into the body if that feels right. Just kind of settle in, bring some ease. You can instantly notice the fluidity of the breath, the naturalness ease. We can just notice that everything is happening. While we bring a little attention to the breath, we might do some intentional deepening or lengthening. Once that falls away, this breath is breathing, body's humming along. The world is in motion. Something's watching all of that. Something is present and aware, but not involved. Something is steady, open, not engaged.
we can just check in for the sense of a doer, a sense of a meditator. Perhaps we look to see if there's some expectation attached to that. Someone's going to get it right or it's going to be some scene and someone's going to make something fall away. So is there some kind of more subtle movement of either getting something new or getting rid of something that's here? Just allow awareness to fall on that, and that subtle movement of thought. What Paul Hederman calls the reconstituting of this illusion of a separate self. Consciousness can appear as a form, like that thought of a separate self, some thought form. Or it can appear as formlessness, that which notices the thought form, that, that which is aware of it. And as Dorothy Hunt said, non-duality is not at war with duality. And as Helen Hunt says in chapter 14 of being the contextual field, consciousness can appear as form or formlessness. He says, we could say that form arises out of formlessness. We know much about the form, the content of consciousness, as this is the thingness that we know so well. We are taught to focus on the content of our awareness as a priority and to ignore totally the context. What does this mean in our experience? It means that we do not see our own self is the contextual field. And that what we think we are is actually the content of the field.
when we look for ourselves through self-inquiry, all we can find is the subtle feeling of I am here. We cannot actually find a location to that self. Perhaps we check in again now, see if there's that subtle feeling, I am here. And notice if we can find a location for that, that sense of self. Just look, just take attention, we turn it around and see if we can find some independent entity, some separate me in there. And we notice what we don't find is some separate me in, in a certain location. What we do find is that spacious awareness. And how Helen Hamilton describes it is, we begin to see that this I sense is actually the formless contextual field of seeing. So again, we're starting with that sense, I'm here, I'm meditating, I'm sitting in the chair, I'm laying on the bed, I'm on my cushion. And we look for that eye that presumed separate self. And it's of course the looking that's important. We don't find it important. We don't find a location for that. But it's also important what we do find we do find an alive, spacious, vast, open, silent field of seeing. It's like there's a light emanating from within, lighting up the nothingness and the everythingness. We not only see by that light and with that light, come to find out, we see as that light. 
what Helen says, the sense I am here or I exist is simply the first content of the field that we are. Thoughts are the first content that fills our field. By our very nature, we are more like a field of space than an object that has a location in time and space. Our body has a location and is affected by time and space. But we are not. So we can learn to refocus our attention on the field itself rather than on the thoughts occurring in it. So we practice that, right, by just be opening our eyes and just seeing all the space in the room. There's all kinds of objects. There's walls somewhere, right? There's space running through the whole room, around our bodies, beyond, filling up every corner of the room. And just beyond the corner, just beyond the wall, more space. Just, just has a wall in the space. We allow attention to just fall on the space, a little less interested in the objects, and a lot more interested in the space in which they appear, space around them. Ultimately, the space within them.
Helm says we can put our awareness on the space that thoughts are appearing in rather than the thoughts themselves. When we do this, we begin to see that nothing could exist without this contextual field here first for it to appear in. So if thoughts come up, when thoughts come up, just noticing that and asking, and what are they arising? And we're noticing all the space around them, space before, space during, the space after. And noticing that that space does not come and go. It allows the objects to come and go, doesn't interfere. Steady and open, not involved. Welcoming and accepting, not engaged. So no thing could appear without this field of no thingness for it to arise in. Form relies on the formless for its existence. Without the formless contextual field, no thought, emotion, event, or relationship could appear.
our bodies, which are solid objects, need this context to appear in and to sustain them, just as the clouds need the sky in which they appear. So again, just allowing attention to stay on the space around thoughts, around the objects, around the pictures in the mind, the narratives, the feelings in the body. All of it arises in this open contextual field How do we know that? Because we are right there. We are this field of seeing. Are we not? We are the field of seeing in which the image of the body arises, the feel of the body, the feelings of the body. but we can see both the body and the space around it and the room around that and the walls, space beyond it, the steady, open, available space up to the sky, out to the galaxies. And we cannot find a beginning. We look. Try to find a beginning where it's space, 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 and then nope, nope, no, no space here. It's just nope. Let's look to see if we can find a beginning. Look to see if we can find an end. Can we find any edge? Edge to what? This seeing, this awareness. in which everything arises, by which everything is known, and of which everything is made. So Helen writes, content can only appear against the backdrop of context. This formless contextual field of seeing 
we know this because we can realize that we only hear the objects of sound against the context, the background of silence. We try to listen for a sound in amongst the background of white noise. We will not hear it. The contextual field is invisible, intangible. ineffable, yet it's totally here and now and everywhere. We confirm in our own direct experience here now, everywhere. Again, can we find a beginning start point, point for which it can be said it is not there. Can you find an end point? Can you find an up or a down? We can have the sensation of moving up while we're looking or moving down or right or left. We don't get any closer to an end, do we? We don't come up against a border. So we're looking right at this infinite presence. So then we see this line of this imaginary me looking at the infinite presence. Where does, where does that me end? And this contextual field of seeing begin. So we check to see whether the, the, the mental image, whether the thought form of a, of a separate eye has arisen again. But when we check it out, we investigate. Let's find the location of that. What we find is that the very sense of eye, the form of thought that arises, arises within this infinite presence of the contextual field, this field of seeing, this field of awareness. And if we look right at that sense of an eye, that, that feel, just watch it. Does it not at some point start to kind of fade away?
Helen says, when you first begin this practice, you may have a sense of, I am in the field. And that's where we all must start from. We think of ourselves as a something or a someone that's appearing in a larger field. She called it a diffuse sense of meanness in the other chapter. At this stage, you might notice the feeling that you are turning into the field or the context of your existence. As you progress and become more awake, you will see that in fact, you are this contextual field. And the sense of you as a person is actually appearing in this infinite you. As you progress and become more awake, you will see that in fact, you are this contextual field. And the sense of you as a person is actually appearing in this infinite you. Eventually, you will come to know that all there is is the contextual field and that any seeming content is simply the field appearing as something. Field can appear as nothing or the field can appear as something. It is still the field.
at first it may seem that you have to sit down quietly to notice the field and ignore all other distractions. But as you continue each day, you will begin to notice the field at spontaneous moments. Gradually, you'll be able to sense the subtlety of the field itself at any time and no matter what you are doing. In the end, you will see that it is the field noticing itself and that in fact, you cannot lose awareness of the contextual field because you are the field. As you come to see that what you really are is formless and nowhere to be found in particular, you must confirm it over and over again. As you confirm it, then the tendency to think of yourself as a something or a someone will disappear. And all fear will leave you for good. What can possibly harm you? 
you know yourself to be the invisible context in which all is happening. You are the invisible and intangible contextual field that is inside, underneath, and before the tangible and visible world. Ramana Maharshi called it current. This current of life. So mind may or may not have a lot to say about those last couple sentences. So I'll read the part that says resistance to the practice. If you experience resistance to practicing, that is normal. Our mind has been conditioned since our early development to focus on the content and to totally ignore that which is seeing the content. You are aware enough to know that this does not bring lasting happiness. Identifying with this sense of me is really setting yourself up to suffer more. develop the conviction that no matter how many times you may get distracted, you can always bring attention back. Develop the conviction that no matter how many times you may get distracted, you can always bring attention back. Only one in 10 million have awakened fully in the past because they have not had the information, the conviction and the guidance to do so. But now this is changing. The evidence is in your hands. And the fact that you are reading this means you're ready to finally wake up from this dream. Gather your focus and know that you cannot fail unless you believe you can.
be still and know that you are God. Be still and know that you are God. As you come to see that what you really are is formless and nowhere to be found in particular, you must confirm it over and over again. As you confirm it, then the tendency to think of yourself as a something or a someone will disappear. And all fear will leave you for good. What can possibly harm you? You know yourself to be the invisible context in which all is happening. 
you are the invisible and intangible contextual field that is inside, underneath, and before the tangible, invisible world. So what Helen points to so directly, unsparingly, is when we look at the contextual field, mind has gotten in there and made a you separate from the field. And it's our invitation to confirm over and over again that that sense of a me is content arising in the field, seen by the field. That when we look to see if there's some location for that, we go to find that, we don't find that. Just, just noticing the thought form arising in this contextual field of seeing. So noticing the tendency to think of ourselves as a something or a someone, noticing that tendency is the practice, not <laughs> trying to ignore it or get rid of it. It's just noticing the tendency and then investigating to see if it's true. In the moment, we can only investigate it in the moment of its arising.
as you come to see that what you really are is formless and nowhere to be found in particular. You must confirm it over and over again. As you confirm it, the tendency to think of yourself as a something or a someone will disappear. And all fear will leave you for good. What can possibly harm you? You know yourself to be the invisible context in which all is happening. You are the invisible and tangible contextual field that is inside, underneath, and before the tangible invisible world. As you progress, become more awake, you will see that in fact you are this contextual field. And the sense of you as a person is actually appearing in this infinite you. Eventually, you will come to know that all there is, is the contextual field. And that any seeming content is simply the field appearing as something. The field can appear as nothing or the field can appear as something. but it is still the field. In the end, you will see that it is the field noticing itself. And that in fact, you cannot lose awareness of the contextual field because you are the field. <laughs> 